Field of Dreams Nation, how are we doing tonight? My name is Stephen Orfis. I'm the host of the Field of Dreams business podcast. We have episode number 24 tonight. Uh, we have Abby Pagood, who is a spitfire of a person. She is a health and wellness uh, professional uh, right here in McKinney, Texas, in Collin County. Uh, she's passionate. She's fun. She's a speaker. She's a podcaster. She's going for her seventh certification and NASM, as she explained to me backstage. So uh, excited to bring Abby on. She's creating an app. Some great things coming along in the health and wellness spectrum. So let's go ahead and bring Abby on, and let's have you meet her. Abby, how are we doing tonight? I'm great. How are you doing? Thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. So uh, it was great to see you at the chamber this morning, and you brought some high energy, as you always do. So in my minion suit and everything, your minion suit, and you were hopping around like a bunny, and I was crying, laughing. Um, so that's why I had to come up to you after the meeting. But um, it's just an honor and a pleasure to have you on, Abby. Um, I've been watching you since I moved here in the chamber, and you have a lot of passion for what you do. And I think the world needs more health and wellness professionals. Um, and me being an athlete and a coach, I just appreciate what you do. And we're looking forward to hearing you tonight. Drop some key value bombs for us in the yeah. on this space. So you ready? Yes. All right. Fire let's, away. Let's, let's do it. Um, so, Abby, tell us one thing my Field of Dreams fans wouldn't know about you. Well, not a lot of people know, but I don't really flaunt it a lot is I actually went to golf school and yes it's spelled g-o-l-f like golf school I am five foot like nothing uh 122 pounds and uh <laughs> yeah you don't normally see that in a golfer and uh, it was completely unexpected and not something I ever predicted or thought I would ever do and then it really ended up paving my future without me knowing it, and wow. it was it was one of the best experiences that I've it, that I've had. It got me culturalized, it got me ambitious, and it actually really got me thinking outside of, you know, really about performance and how methodical everything plays out. Um, it's a lot more about the dedication and hard work that you put into your efforts in order to get the precision and the performance expertise that you're looking for in your in your athleticism. Oh, I love that. I mean, you talk about focus and drive and discipline. Golf is all of that and some, and baseball relates to that from my background. So Absolutely, for sure. Sports that you have to put a lot of time in. So um, really cool. And you went to David Leadbetter Golf Academy, right? For two yeah, years? David Leadbetter Golf Academy. There's, um, there's the two top schools in the country were Hilton Head and David Leadbetter. And I actually had the privilege of being able to attend David Ledbetter for two years. I graduated high school early and then went afterwards. So instead of a lot of the kids that um, were boarded there, they ended up playing a half, half school, half play day, where since I had graduated early, I actually got to completely submerge myself. And basically you wake up at 5 a.m., you go and train for your PT, you go get breakfast where you even have nutritionists on staff to assist you because what you put into your body really affects your performance. Yep. Then you hop on the bus. Well, back then it was buses until they remodeled. They remodeled kind of during the time I was there. I'm not going to name the date of that. 
<laughs> but then, um, you know, so you get head, head on the bus, you go out to the range or you go out to the course, depending on where you were scheduled to go. It's full assessment. I mean, like we're talking four hours of coaching, come back for lunch, have like an hour of downtime, go back on the bus for another three to four hours, come back, have PT cool. at night, have dinner. And then it's bedtime at 8 30, 9 o'clock. And then you're back up at 5 a.m. the next day. And it was just like that five days a week, Saturdays, Sundays, you got to have kind of free range to do what you want. But we had at IMG, IMG Academies in Bradenton hosts a lot of these kid athletics. athletics. Oh, wow. And um, we had over 50 countries represented in a block. So it was really a great opportunity for you to learn. You know, I, I had got friends from Italy and Spain and London and all of these places. And I've never left the country. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So I got very culturized, which kind of also set me up for meeting my husband, who is a Hawaiian Samoan in Marshallese. And I was going to bring that up, man. I was <laughs> blessed, to, blessed to meet him. I love you guys together. It's a really cool combo. So I've been watching Thank you. I appreciate that. that. Yep. Um, and you were born in Louisville, Kentucky, right? And I was, and that's something that a lot of people know about. Yeah. Everyone knows me as Chicago, and they and actually my nickname's always Chi Town. Is and, it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because because of, of my Chicago background, and uh -huh. not downtown, downtown. We're talking like your suburb, but um, not a lot of. That's an extra secret <laughs> <laughs> that people don't know is that I'm from Louisville, and. When you know when someone's from Louisville because they say it correctly without without the Louis, like you don't say Louis, it's Louisville, like mm -hmm. straight up. Mm, okay. Which you should know, Louisville Slugger. Come on, Louisville Slugger, the bat. I know. Right. For sure. um, yeah, I knew. I knew not knowing you in the beginning. I knew it was uh, Chicago, New York. I knew you were uh, yeah. a city, big city like me. So. The it's the boldness, you know, so I get flagged for it, especially in Texas and, <laughs> you know, marketing people say, uh, city girl. And I was like, well, kind of, but, and then, you know, but I'm a ball buster. I mean, I just, sure. I just say, say it like it is. And I have learned to talk a little bit slower here in uh, Texas so that people can keep up and I don't get completely flagged right away. <laughs> Speak slower and eat slower. That's something I'm learning yeah, too. Because I'm always right. in the New York City, always on the go. So um, that's awesome. And um, really cool. So you have your BS in health and wellness. You have your mm -hmm. NASA certifications. You're going on your seventh. So talk about that a little bit. Your precision nutrition certified, CPR, AED, and first aid adult and pediatrics. So why so many certifications, Abby? Uh, well, my philosophy is actually that it's my job to mold myself to the client, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. And in my industry, there's a lot of fad diet trends. There's a lot of gimmicks. There's a lot of, you know, theories on how you're supposed to be doing it. You know, one day, one day it's CrossFit. The next day it's Orange Theory. The next day it's, yeah. you know, something else. And what I've noticed is, is that with, when it comes to people's bodies, we're all completely different. We're not, we're all genetically different. We may be human, you know, for the most part, <laughs> but, you know, but when it comes down to it, like your body is going to respond to nutrition differently than my body responds. In addition to your training is going to respond differently to somebody else. Yeah. And so it's really important to be able to gauge not only the stress and inflammatory response that a body has to exercise in addition to nutrition, but it's also important to be able to find exactly what's going on with their hormone responses. If there's food intolerances, mm -hmm. you know, if there's 
injury repair that's necessary. A lot of people in my field, you know, they will have their basic CPT, but they will not have, you know, corrective exercise or they won't have performance enhancement or they won't go outside of their gait. And I really focus on, let's just say that my continuing education courses that are required in order for me to keep my credentials, instead of going to a lecture where I hear the same shit over and over again, that right. I've that I've heard a thousand times or I've read a thousand times and I already am a perfect, a master at, why yeah. would I go and repeat the same thing just to keep my CEUs? I'd rather enhance my knowledge and become a master in my own, in, in my own field. Oh, I love that. You know, I think education goes on the wayside today because there's so many easy entryways to some of these Correct. fields and careers and um, the people that are a master at their craft or, you know, definitely separate themselves by, the way they handle themselves, the way they, their knowledge that comes off. And you're one of those people. So, yeah. And I don't understand that. Like, you know, it's always, my husband always is a lead by example approach. You know, if I'm not willing to enhance my knowledge and my worth and my value, then why would the people I'm working with do the same? Yeah. So it's really, it's like, if there's not an, if I can't provide an answer, I need to find that answer for them. And if it's not for me, then I better have referrals that can help me get to the solution because it's really about surrounding the individual with all of what we can provide, you know, and all of that is within, you know, a lot of it's alternative health practitioners, but we need to raise people up. We need to surround them, get them where they need to be and be excited in their success, regardless of who it was that they found the success with. Awesome. And uh, you have over 23 years of training experience and 12 years working for fitness establishments. Tell us a little bit about those experiences and what you learned and how it molded you to, to who you are today. And, and yeah, <laughs> that is a loaded question. <laughs> how much time is this? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's kind of, I went straight for the cream of the crop in the industry. So, you know, Lifetime Fitness is, you know, basically one of the most well-known, you know, it, you know, you have your onyxes, you have your other industries as well. Um, I actually was one of the top trainers in uh, the Chicago area at Lifetime. Yeah. Um, and I actually was one of the only trainers that did it correctly. Mm -hmm. And I was also one of the only trainers that um, did not conform to the shark tank to which the industry is. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is, is in, you know, you get a new trainer, they're all excited, they jump in, they're fresh with knowledge, they're fresh, they're ready to eager to help people. These are type A perfectionists that are yeah. just willing to change the world. And then the industry turns them into salespeople. And mm -hmm. we're talking like the cheesy smoothie car salesman, but for the body. And yeah. it's always about selling, selling, selling the next thing. Well, one of the things that I found appalling was that you don't sell people things that they don't need. Yeah. They need to make sure that it aligns with what they're doing. Okay, if you have basic supplementation, okay, that makes sense because the majority of people are not getting their nutritional requirement. However, when it really comes down to specifically like, you know, their protein shake or a, an additional supplement or what's going on with their body or heart rate monitors, you know, you're not going to sell a CrossFit person a heart rate monitor. It makes no sense. They're not going to go into it because they're, they're not into heart rate training. So it's really about making sure that it is mindful and aligning with who they are. And I went into 
um, I went in working for the company, loved the company, loved what they were doing. But then I, it was things like, you know, the cafe says, if it's here, it's healthy. Well, then why are all the trainers have their own private orders that the cooks memorize and they're not on the menu? Wow. Instead, what the company should have been doing has been take the trainers, see what they're eating and then have that on the menu because our clients would be eating what we would be eating. Yeah. And so it was things like that that I would start to see. You know, one of uh, we had a challenge over New Year's because they thought it would be great to start the first day of the year off with a running race downtown Chicago with ice, black ice. And they're like, gotta sign up your people. Why? You're going to end up breaking them. And then I can't train them because they slipped on black ice and died. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. So it, it was, it was, I understood the motivation and I understood the drive, but then at the same time, it was like, okay, let's calm down eager beaver. Let's dial it back to practicality. And then let's think about the future of our clients longevity. Yeah. And they had fantastic, they, they were amazing in creating. That's where I really learned about the new testing of food sensitivities, what's going on with your hormones, stress cortisol levels. I mean, that's where I really started to get fed a lot of the information in the beginning, but it made me more intrigued to learn more. Yeah. And when you went to ask people learn the lingo, but they didn't learn the reason why. And so from that, I actually, my kid, one of my oldest, um, he was, he was starting to get into high school years and, you know, it was one of those things where I was running a 5am boot camp and he was like trying to sneak out at night and it was like, yeah. oh, I need to be home and not be going to bed at 8am yeah. and need to stay up until he's down. And so I actually ended up getting a uh, job offer from my chiropractor that I actually hadn't seen in like five years, but I'd known him forever since I was 14 because he fixed me after a head injury, um, which transformed, that's changed everything. I mean, that's how I ended up going to golf school, the works in my, that's really where things started changing for me. And he wanted me to run PT in his office. And since I was corrective exercise and working underneath him, I handled his therapy um, in his office while his son went to chiropractic school um, and he was going to take over the business. And so for three and a half years, I ended up working for a chiropractor, reading x-rays, learning, oh. you know, myofascial release techniques and really even advancing my knowledge to a whole nother level. And that's when I had worked for Lifetime, I had that dream of starting Capital Health and it started from a group challenge and I needed a name and I named it, mm. but I didn't know what I created yet. And then as over the time went past, I would be talking with my clients on what I wanted to do by creating a no excuses concept for health and wellness. You know, my truck is my gym. I go to people's houses with full equipment in my in my gym. So I apologize if you're behind me with my face <laughs> like this. <laughs> but like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there. So, you know, I have to drive a little bit cautiously. And, you know, like that was my first like I, I felt bad that I kept watching mothers having kids that were sick or forgetting their shoes in their bag and having the, or having an early work meeting or having all these things. And we sacrificed so much of ourselves that that bothered me. And I was like, how can I fix this for my people? Yep. And that's when I came up with Capital Health. And when I made the transition to the chiropractor, I said, look, I have a dream to start my own company. 
it's not going to like you do insurance. I don't do insurance. I, I don't believe in poaching people. It's not, that's not how I work. Um, I was like, but this is what I want to do on the side when I'm not working for you. And he was like, go for it. He's like, you know, people have done that and I've seen it not work, but at the same time, if you're still ambitious and you want to do it, like by all means, like go for it. And so that's when I actually started working six days a week and I would do uh, four days for, for his office. And I started mine with like my two and then my two ended up being four days. And then I got to a point where capital health became stagnant and couldn't grow because I, I had hit my max capacity of workload. Um, and lo and behold, God somehow sent us out to Texas because my mom needed, um, you know, more of a down, you know, downstairs bedroom. And in the Midwest, they don't really do that. And of course, my aunt and uncle were like, you should move to Texas. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, from Chicago, like, we, yeah, yeah. we don't speak Texas. <laughs> like, and yeah. so, um, and then when we got out here, I don't know why we didn't move here sooner. Um, yeah. We are so Texas people. We love it here. I, I can't imagine living anywhere else. Oh. I, I mean, we're, we're so happy here. And um, yeah. And, and then I basically had to start capital health from scratch in Texas. And I had some clients that transitioned over to virtual. So I've been doing virtual sessions for nine years. And oh. then with, uh, with, you know, as more and more business grows, the more ideas you get, the more it gets added. And then you, you keep evolving and growing and changing. And, um, that's, I mean, that's the start. Yeah, <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. And that was, uh, Summer of 2014, right, is when you founded Capital Health? Mm-hmm. Yep. I actually had a client that built a gym in her basement when I was working for Lifetime and was waiting for me to make my move. And if she did not, she finished it and looked at me and said, the gym is done. Are you ready yet? It's time. And I just looked at her like, what? This is a real thing? And she's like, you have to do this. Uh, like, this is crazy genius. And right. I was like fine. <laughs> so yeah. I, I mean, the whole time I started my company, I kept reminding myself how ridiculous this was. It's insane, yeah. but it's crazy genius. But at yeah. the same time, I have to because I can't fight this internal fire that just keeps yeah. going. And yeah, so I mean, I, I would just <laughs> my pep talk was this is stupid. This is stupid. Oh, my God. What are we doing? OK, here we go. Part of being an entrepreneur. And I think we all have that kicking moment of just go and do it, you know, and lean on yes. faith and just take that jump. And I had that same situation. I walked away six figure income and um, I knew, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, I was burnt out from working 90, 100 hours a week, you know, yeah. my window company in New York and, and um, just overuse and over, just beat up mentally, physically, spiritually. And well, and that's the thing that bothers me is like, it's like we have these amazing companies that could do tremendous good in the world. And yeah. then instead, it's like, okay, so any of my future people that work for me, I'm going to be paying them correctly, I'll be paying them salaries. If you had taken every single individual in, in any gym establishment and paid them correctly, they would stay and yeah. they would they would work themselves like a dog because it was good for their people because yeah. that's the type of people they are but you end up going into the industry and then you find out like for every hundred dollars that you end up spending on a session that trainer's only getting 20 to 30 bucks if wow. the most if they're lucky and wow. that's if there's and that's if they're 
you know, their tier is in the right sales group. So, I mean, if you go to like a 24 hour fitness or, you know, you know, even like a planet fitness or whatever, odds are they're getting paid per hour. So they might even only be getting 10, 15, 20 like bucks per hour that they're working there. And then the company itself is profiting all of that. Why are we not giving these highly educated, ambitious people a 60, 40 cut? Period. Yeah. Why yeah. are why is the establishment getting 70% yeah. and only giving their people 30 and then telling them to work like a dog and then yeah. they can get the extra 10% and they're still only getting 40. You're getting all the membership fees, but why are you getting membership fees plus a 60% cut on services? It's bullshit. Wow, I agree. I agree completely. Um, yeah, and, and just... I worked in the corporate world as well and uh, with Fox television. So I've seen it, been there, done it. And yeah. the, the structures are all different. So yeah, I agree with you. Entrepreneurs and if, I, and I, and if, I, if our entrepreneurship, it needs to set that example and it needs to do it. It's hard, but that is the only way we're going to change the world and change the way it's done. Well, and that's one of the things I've always told my husband is like anyone that works for me, they're going to be paid right. Mm. There's not going to be a reason for they're not going to have to deal with the money and the contracts or any of that hogwash. We'll we'll I'll handle it. And because I don't have a problem asking for a certain price for a session because I know the value of my people. Yes. And then I'm going to make sure they're going to get that correct yeah. pay because yeah. I want that. I want to create a capital health family that lasts. But I but more importantly is I want to make capital health change the industry because mm. it's effed up and it only serves 25 percent of the population. Wow. I didn't realize it was that low. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. No, I think people's the name of the name of the game. And, you know, I think that's something that you've learned. I've watched you maneuver the chamber and, and just how good you are with people. I bet you, you learned that from your early days and from working in the industry. And I just uh, like to get to know people. And honestly, if you can talk to, talk to, if you can get to understand how any individual thinks, what makes them work, I don't see how you can't not like people in general, even the people that you don't like the most. It's usually some kind of mere reflection of yourself that you've got issues with that you haven't really confronted. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I don't, I don't ever have, you know, I might have a client or two that could be a lot and those are <laughs> some hard days, but at the same time, I always try to make sure I put myself where they're at understanding them because the more that I can understand how they work and how they function and what they're going through, it gives me enlightened perspective. And plus on top of it, it has nothing to do with me. It, my job is to help them get to the next better version of themselves. And that has nothing to do with me and my story. It has to do with them. And yep. it always should be about the client. Yes, ma'am. Dead on. And I love what you said here. You said, bring the service to the client make their life a little less hectic. Day-to-day -day objectives can become overwhelming. And the first thing that is sacrificed is one's personal goals. I want to eliminate that personal sacrifice and give people their highest potential in reaching their goals by coming to them with their exercise and nutrition program via in-person or on their virtual device. Mm -hmm. So powerful. And I do think from my experiences, we put, we put our health last, you know, especially entrepreneurs. So how do you navigate that, Abby? And what do you recommend to those entrepreneurs listening, my Field of Dreams fans? How do you get a hold of that? And how do you stay in control of your life? Um, well, I think that the 
number one mistake that I see the most is that people usually go balls to the wall crazy with their commitments right off the gate and they set them out, settles up for failure. Mm -hmm. So um, it's about, it's about creating a habit. So it takes 21 days to adapt to anything. Okay. That does not solidify a habit, but you have to get past the 21 day point to be able to create a new habit and then keep it going. And what I mean by that doesn't mean go to the gym 21 days straight because you're going to burn yourself out. Yeah. If you're someone that's completely stagnant and ha does nothing, the first thing that you need to do is be doing, you know, start with two, two or three times a week of 30 minutes a week, then and keep that up for three weeks. Then you either increase the duration or you increase in another day so that you get four. And then you do repeat that new load for three weeks. And then in, you add little tiny baby steps at a time. The reason why is the baby steps solidify the habit to be created. The other thing that's really important is it actually create all of a sudden your body adapts to that. So then when it's missing, you actually are feeling deprived, like something's not right. It's no different than when you're starting to eat like you're, you know, most people don't eat enough vegetables in a day. It's about really get becoming more acclimated to making it part of your habitual pattern. Um, and especially as like some people, they can't stand vegetables. Okay, well, then do an alternative mixed drink right? That has a lot of their fortified fruits and vegetables in a powder that tastes delicious and like Kool-Aid. Fine. I don't really care how it is, but if you don't prime your body for success, you're never going to get your body to do what it's trying to do. Yeah. So many times people jump into a program and they, I, it breaks my heart because they jump in with the compassion and excitement and the drive to be something new and to accomplish something and to address their goals. Well, nine times out of 10, three, four weeks go past, either they get injured or they hit the wall and they regress. A lot of times it's either because they went in too fast and they didn't do it in step. Or the other problem is, is that they were doing a program that was completely wrong and they should never had any business doing in the first place. And then it left them injured. And then they took three steps back. And that's one of the things that a lot of people don't realize. It's so important to make sure that you're assessed first from where you're starting, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's, and I'm going to pick on you because you're a dude. And <laughs> not because I got problems against dudes, but just because classic males, yeah, you know, you go out of college and you go get a big boy job. And then 15 years later, you haven't done anything. And uh -huh. then you go in the gym and then you do the same damn workout you did when you were 20. And then next thing you yeah. know, your body's broken. Yeah. And don't tell me that you haven't done that. I definitely tried that. <laughs> definitely tried. I mean, I've definitely gotten better because I was an athlete. So I kind of tried to stay in as best shape as I could. But yeah, when I became a dad too, that was the most difficult thing for me because I was in a different headspace, different physical space. So you do, you have to do change up your, your workouts and your eating. I think nutrition's have more than half the battle. And that's something. Yeah, that it's, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, there are some people that sit there and say, oh, it, you know, the old concept for five years ago was 70, 30, 70% nutrition, 20, per, you know, 30% exercise. No, now the new one is 80% nutrition, 20% exercise. No, that's incorrect too. It's more like a 60, 40 type of thing. And the reason why is because if you're not including muscle mass to your exercise, then you're actually depleting your caloric need for your muscle, right? So your fat burns two calories per kilogram per body weight. 
where your muscle mass actually burns, I think it's six kilograms per total per body weight. So you're going to get more load. You're going to be able to eat more the more muscle mass that you have. That's why you've got your big meatheads that are like walking around, like, you know, the Tonka trunks and they're, you know, like they're sitting there dialing down, you know, 5,000 calories in a damn day. And you're just like, man that's a lot of food but the reason why is because they have that balance and they have that need and their body's utilizing it Mm -hmm. so it's like when we age our vo2 levels deplete which is our volume of oxygen of how your heart gets oxygen to your blood flow if your vo2 levels are depleting you don't have as much need if your muscle mass is depleting which it does it does like two percent per week if you're not maintaining you know like it's real it's insane so you really have to stay on top of keeping up the maintenance making sure you're staying at least relatively active in addition to making sure you're fueling yourself proper properly and on top of it then it's like oh and then you're aging so then you know these things are dropping but then you're trying to maintain it and then on top of it it's like oh then you get the hormones that shift and change and then you have food sensitivities that click in because you know hey when you were a kid you had no problem downing chocolate milk every damn day but then you know all of a sudden in your 30s you can't have any dairy so you know like there's there's a huge transition that happens not just with our enzymes but also about exposure you know the more exposure to a food the more you create a food intolerance which then that's why all of a sudden people are having a lot of gut issues so there's a lot that goes into it and you can't you can't answer generic questions on health without personally asking what it's pertaining to, especially when it comes to the individual. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good point. And I think nutrition is underrated and, um, and you do more than just nutrition, right? You actually do custom nutrition plans for people. I do. I, um, it's interesting. I have, I not just do, I do accountability checks to help people segue into things, which is basically coaching them through. So some conversations start at, you know, 20, 30 minutes a week, then they dial down to five or 10 minutes, but it's making sure that the person's being held accountable. I also do custom, I do customized nutrition plans, um, not just for performance enhancement, but also, you know, the classic weight loss or gaining weight or things of that nature. Um, I also have, from time to time, done some meal prepping for some of my clients. Oh, um, which yeah, meal prepping and what's this grocery store tours? You do that? Yeah, grocery store tours, and I also do um, group lectures, so I can educate people, help them actually evaluate and apply nutrition to their needs. So, grocery store tours really is teaching them how to properly read food labels, what's in them, where to go through the store, so that you're not emotionally making decisions on the whim. You're actually like nowhere, you know where to go you know what to look for you're going through and actually getting a well-balanced um well-balanced food plan within your your grocery store sometimes it can be very overwhelming or even impulsive right impulsive shot all of us have been there where we're starving and then you know you're grabbing a bag of chips and putting them in the cart because you're just ravenous so it's about just being mindful of where you know the good brands are and um, staying on track in addition to making sure the kitchen is fully functional to minimize time for prepping if prepping's your thing. But yeah. I mean, personally, I hate food prepping. I never do it. I don't like it. But my kitchen is basically organized so that I can quickly dish out something in five minutes if I have to. Mm, I love that. 
I, I need to talk to you about that. I, mean, I definitely need that help. Um, that's amazing. And you do uh, accountability checks, life coaching, energy healing, myofascial release. Myofascial release, yes. Myofascial release, stretching sessions. Uh, you coach, consult athletes and teams, educational presentations for the workforce. So you'll mm -hmm. go to the companies too and do that? Yeah, I do go to companies. Um, I even reach out to coaches and also teach them what's going on. You know, if they have repeated injuries with their um, with their athletes, it's usually due to training, yeah. not um, it's repetitive Repetitive behaviors, repetitive actions create overworked muscles. It's about making sure that you're breaking down the muscle tissue, which is myofascial release, um, making sure you're doing proper foam rolling, warm, your dynamic stretching's good, your closeout's good. You need to make sure that everything, your body's well taken care of, not just during the practice, but also when you're off. Um, so it's making sure you're applying the right type of stretching to a particular injury or trying to do preventative injury as well. So I also will go through and say, you know, hey, for baseball, we need to really pay attention, especially if you've got a pitcher, yep. they're going to have one strong arm and one weak arm. But the problem is that other shoulder is compensating for the other shoulder being overworked. The pectoral muscle is going through the roof. Not only do you've got your tendons and ligaments that are being pulled, not just from the hold of the ball itself, and the release, but it's also making sure that you're really taking care of those. So, um, I mean, every sport has something. It's just making sure that it's applied. Swimmers, it's to the stroke. When it comes to, you know, lacrosse and football and all of that, it's really paying attention to, you know, what position are they playing and then what muscles are primarily working there and then really making sure you're customizing their conditioning for the, the positions to which they play. Cool. And then what do you do for accountability, Abby? Is it a weekly check-in, monthly check-in? Everybody is completely different. Um, you know, I usually do more of an aggressive accountability check to begin with, um, okay. where I insist on weekly, just because we're really trying to solidify a habit. Um, and then it progressively it, it phases out. And I, and I never, I don't phase someone out until I feel like they're ready to go to the next level. So if they're doing their homework and they're responding well, that's great. But that if they could be an emotional eater, they have, you know, a lot of commitments in life and things have a tendency to hiccup. That's the time that you have the accountability checks the most, because, you know, it could be the simplest thing is setting an alarm to remind you to eat in yeah. the middle of a work day yeah. that could get you over the hump and keep you there. But, you know, these are things where they're not accustomed. My, like the, these people aren't accustomed to knowing those answers. This is what I do for a profession. I've been doing it a long time. And it's like, Hey, did you ever think of this? Can we switch this around? We need to do, we need to move this snack to this snack, like, you know, yeah. and just fine tuning it. Cause you know, sometimes people will find that, that two, three o'clock hour, they're starting to get kind of ravenous, but, but then they starve because they don't want to ruin dinner. But then if they wait till dinner, then they overdo it and then they self-sabotage at night. So it's really making sure that we're keeping everyone balanced and making sure that they're working with what works for them. Yeah. I hate food prepping, although I have clients that love food prepping. By all means, I'm not going to have you not do it. I'll teach you how to do it. It's just about making sure it works for you. If mm. I don't like the way something tastes, if you if I gave you a slushy and was like, hey, drink this. It's full of vitamins. And you're like, dude, this tastes like ass. Why <laughs> would you keep drinking it? Yeah. 
because Jillian Michaels said it tastes good. Jillian Michaels, I love it. No, like that <laughs> makes no sense. Like if you're taste, it tastes like butt, you're not going to keep doing it. So make sure it's like things that taste good to the individual, things that they like, incorporate those things. You can get healthy by doing that and making sure that it's accommodating to the individual or yeah. it's never going to succeed. It's never going to work. Yeah, love that. Uh, I want to move on. I want to go to the, the Capital Health app that you're developing and, and tell oh, my right. audience a little bit about that because I think that's going to be powerful to have a trainer and nutritionist in your pocket. So dial into that for us, Abby. Um, well, the Capital Health app is going to be free for everyone to download. Um, I am very much a component of I don't think people should have to pay for basic information about their bodies and what's going on. Um, a lot of times you have your sessions where, you know, you end up going in and you spend two, three hundred dollars and you really didn't learn much or you learned a lot of words you don't understand. Um, so I I the reason why I started the Capital Health app is because that 25 percent of the population that I met, I mentioned earlier, that's really pertaining to your well-groomed, your well-executed, your dedicated people. They can get themselves to the gym. They're good at getting being consistent with their food. They're great with following, following and going into the concepts. And that's fantastic. I applaud them because they're good. I wanted to create something that was for 75% of the population, the people that want professional advice without being intimidated asking for it or, or can't afford the big buck, right? I also wanted to get the kid, you know, the kids, the kids that are eager and wanting to learn, but at the same time, they find different programs and it sways them in one direction or the other. And I wanted everyone to be able to have something that was designed in particular for them. So in regards to that, the Capital Health app is actually free for every person to download. Oh. Um, the app will not only be able to address your nutrition, you'll be able to track your nutrition on there, like your food, all of that. Oh. You'll be able to get basic nutrition assistance. So all of that will be um, accessible for all um, just so that everyone's getting like, you know, their basic need and basic information in addition to exercise tips as well that are, you know, basic, basic health tips and encouragement and things of that nature. Um, there will be all of my stretching video demonstrations available for free so that you can reduce your aches and pains. So whether it be a shoulder issue, a neck issue, a hip issue, a back issue, um, I have, I believe I have 89 videos in my stretching library right currently. Okay. Um, so everyone will be able to access that and be able to select, you know, Hey, my legs are bothering me. What stretches can I do oh. for my legs? And then they'll have a full video demonstration of myself um, that, We'll show you how to do it from start to finish. Um, in addition to that, you will be able to, every single individual will be able to assess themselves for free. And what I mean by assess themselves is we do things called a functional movement assessment. A functional movement assessment basically depicts what part of your body is working and what part of your body is not. What is strong and which is weak, okay? it What that does is the stretching that will say, hey, these guys need to be stretched, do these stretching videos. And then on the strengthening part, every single user will be able to get a two sample workouts for free that will give them exactly targeted for what their body needs. Okay. So it does not matter. This is completely customized workout planning so that you're getting assessed 
And then when you're getting, if you decide that you want customized workouts, you can get unlimited customized workout as if your trainer's there right with you, literally designing your program for you. If you have a shoulder issue, if you knee issue, if you have a back issue, the program will flag it and train you through it and get you to where you need to be. It basically starts where you're at and then it takes you where you want to be and progresses you all the way through. And what it it could be anything from someone just came out of surgery and they are rehabilitating all the way to the insane asylum. So I covered everything from rehabilitative all the way to your very dedicated athletes. Um, and you can have unlimited customized workouts at your fingertips. And they're all video demonstrated and to boot. Now, if you decide that you want more than that, you can also do your customized nutrition planning for performance enhancement and things of that nature, which will give you more additional information, like recipes and um, customized uh, macro planning and things of that nature. But the idea is if you're going to want the professional's assistance, this is the professional's assistant. And the most that you'll end up paying is you'll pay $20 a month for exercise programming and $10 a month for nutrition. So That's the amazing. most you'll pay is $30 a month and you'll have the entire package. Wow. Love that. And subscriptions is the way of the future for sure. It's the present too, but um, you said something about stretching. I believe in stretching so much is from mm-hmm. I was a division two baseball catcher. And the only way I'm still able to catch today and play is because I stretched every single day for, since I was probably nine years old, just from playing. And it saves you. It saves you from injury. I mean, Mm -hmm. there, I mean, I actually, I've done my DNA testing and I should have had numerous surgeries already with all the athletics that I've had because my connective tissue sucks. And when I got my test results back, you know, a good friend of mine who's also handles all of our health, um, all of our health. (laughs) So, you know, she looked at my results and she's like, I don't remember you saying you had any surgeries or any issues. And I said, well, I didn't. And she's like, I don't understand how, because like you should have already had numerous issues. And I said, well, I listened to my body when something came up and then I learned how to rehabilitate it. And then I, that's how that worked. And she's like, well, you, you basically saved yourself from thousands of dollars of surgeries. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, sweet. And I didn't even know it. I mean, this was like in my twenties. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's, that's really cool. Uh, yeah. No, I, I totally believe in stretch. Stretching has changed the game for me physically and always kept me out of injuries. And, you know, I was able to play that position for many years because I, I stayed on top of that. So I believe in that. So I love that you teach people how to stretch because it's the, mo- I think that's, Something people it's a game changer. Now I'm I'm one of the only guys that goes in the gym and I have to stretch first, you know, yeah. or before I do anything. And people laugh at me and I'm like, you can laugh all you want. I've been doing this for years and it works for me. And that's me on the golf course. If I have to go yeah. for a round, everybody else is like chipping or doing whatever. And I spend fifteen I spend about ten minutes stretching and warming up before I even even approach anything. Love that. Me too. Um, and those are the game change, game changing scenarios for sure. So I do want to move on. Um, you say you don't gloat, but I heard you gave yourself an employee of the month award and you posted it. So I've been waiting to get to this. I want to hear the quick, brief story of this. It is, it is a quick, this is like the only story that's literally short in my life, but, um, 
Yeah, I I think I was doing some kind of office work and I, you know, you have those moments where you get a little bored and I think it was creating a document and then I said, oh, certificates, I want to make a certificate. (laughs) And so I decided to go on and I was like, okay, you know what, I'll give myself employee of the month and, you know, and then I went on Instagram and I posted it and I was like, it only took me five years, but I finally earned employee of the month. And I was like, you know, my boss is a huge B, like it just took her so long. And then next thing you know, I've got a huge stream of people just saying like, congratulations, way to go. That's a big accomplishment. And I was like, you have no idea what I do for a bit. You do re- like, and then I had clients that jumped on and were like, you're right. Your boss is a big B. Like, know, like so they so were just, it was an invitation to bash me like crazy. And it was just, just good old humor and uh, fun. No, that's cool. toot our own horn a little bit. You right? have to, you gotta have fun, right? Everything that you do. So um, let's get into your two podcasts. So you are a podcaster, you're a host of the capital life and embracing mm-hmm. the world. So Tell us a little bit about those two shows and and let us know. Yeah, uh, well, the Capital Life I actually started because my developers made me. <laughs> so, okay. Um, every conversation that I had with my developers in creating the app, um, you know, apparently Chris Shaw with Be Infinite, he literally kept saying. I do not understand. He's like, everything that comes out of your mouth is insane. Like you literally need to be recording this. Like, and it was kind of, it's kind of cute. Cause every time I had conversations with him, it motivated him to get to work. And mm-hmm. so, it was, you know, so he, he became more influenced and excited and couldn't wait. And so, um, and I had been wanting to do a podcast for like a year or two prior, but I just never made the effort. And I, and I really wasn't ready to fully express my voice. There's a lot of, um, like I've said, there's a lot of conflicts of interest in the health industry. And let's just say I've always been courteous and polite, especially when it comes to other you know, practitioners that are trying to make change and good in the world. But when you've got people that are selling things that are technically destroying people's bodies and I have to fix them, that's a problem. And so I usually am very quiet and cordial and, you know, just allow that person to say what needs to be said. And then I finally, you know, God had a lot of work to do with me and said, I'm sorry, but you have to start speaking because I gave you a gift of of your voice and you have to start doing it. And so I finally said, okay, fine. I was like, you know, I was called to be a yes person. So I said, hey, okay, I will be a yes person. And then after that, it was like, one thing happened after the next. So mm. I started my podcast. I think I'm on season two, episode 30 something. Um, oh. I've lost track. Um, I'm somewhere in the 80 to 90 range of the capital life. And then I'm embracing the wild. I actually do with a friend of mine um, okay. and we're on our second season and it's like se- we're second season number eight. So I think we have about 115 episodes under my belt now, which is kind of exciting. And all of them are very long, (laughs) but but they address all the different things. The capital life I brought, I started because I wanted to educate people. I wanted to debunk a lot of the BS in the world. Um, I wanted people to have a safe haven to come and get what they need for knowledge and everything else. Um, And I also wanted to invite people to understand that 
we all go through life changes. We all have different, life is just tons of phases of different portions of our life. And as we go through these life phases, we need to understand that we're in it together. We need to do the camaraderie. We need to hear the stories. We need to have the embracing, the impact that we, we have on one another. And so I do these episodes called Keeping It Real with Real People, which you will be on. And I'm very excited right. to have you on. Um, and, and it's just being able to have conversations about life, our life experience, what we've endured, our how we've overcome, you know, just even just sharing and embracing, but also our knowledge for health and wellness as well. Um, and with embracing the wild, it taps into more of the energetics, I would like to say. It's more of a spiritual, energetic conversation, really teaching individuals how to live by their higher self instead of allowing their ego to drive them. Right. Um, and really being able to be aware of our intuitive instincts that we were born with and being able to understand, you know, all of us get that feeling where, you know, you've done the same drive, the same path every single day. And when you've done that drive and then all, all of a sudden one day you get the feeling that you need to turn left and then you turn left and then you ended up avoiding a car accident or you turn left and you ended up running into somebody that you hadn't seen in years and you needed to have a conversation. You know, there's, there's these, we all get that little spidey sense mm -hmm. and it's about really tapping into what that's about enhancing our abilities and learning how to harness our gifts and expand them so that we can basically be there for each other as a community as humans and support one another oh man that actually happened to me today it was pretty cool i was that's um, great bringing a cup of coffee to one of my friends and um i had a gut feeling to stop off and bring coffee to them and because I was going to go straight there and I pulled off into Starbucks and I just had a gut feeling. So I, I pull off, walk into Starbucks, uh, the table right next to the main table, the guy opens a whole set of architectural plans and they're designing a development and they needed windows and doors. And okay, I literally walked in and my jaw dropped and they're talking about it right in front of me. And I was just like, Wow, like God is speaking. Hey, to me. yeah, like, yeah, and, uh, hey, did I was you like, think hey, about doing this? This is what I do for a living. They saw my hat, and um, just really cool. And I was like, wow, like that is you get those random occurrences. Yeah. You do got to go. With know, everything, everything happens for a reason, and you know, every time I work with someone, every time I'm at a speaking engagement, every time I'm doing something, I always take a moment and say, allow me to be who I need to be for that individual, allow me to say what is needed to be heard yeah. and allow me to be able to deliver the message. And I have to be perfectly honest, when I do speaking, I don't even remember what I say half the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tune in and then I tune out and then I have people come up and say, you know, what you said I, it was so impressionable and I'm like, that's fantastic. What was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so I have no you know, clue <laughs> from your heart which i love right. i know you do that so uh, i try to operate that way as well um so let's get into it here just uh you you're being very gracious and giving us a, a giveaway here to my field of dreams fans yes. so tell us a little bit about that real fast and i know it's 25 dollars off all focused programs in addition to a free month trial when the app launches so yes code is field of dreams so 
Anything right. The code, the code is field of dreams okay. um, and it's already active. So if any of your people can jump on there right away and go to capitalhealth.com and check out any of what's in the capital health shop, um, basically what it provides with the capital health app coming, it's been in development. It takes time. Yeah. I didn't want to say to people, Oh, hold on. Just wait to exercise. It's so just hold on. And then have a year go past me. Oh, hold on another year. It's okay. Right. No. I did I didn't want to abandon people in that way. So what I did was I actually created 20 different uh programs, which I call them focused programs. And I, the reason why I call them focused programs is because they are targeted for a specific need. So if you have a shoulder injury, or you have shoulder pain, if you have knee pain, if you have low back pain, if you're pregnant and you are, you're currently pregnant, there's a program called rock the baby. If mm -hmm. you have had a baby and you're trying to get your body back, there's one that's called Milfit. If you have, if oh. you are looking for a meathead workout, there's one called beefcake. If you're mm -hmm. looking for, you know, fantastic, if you're trying to, you know, decrease your wobbly bits, there's one called Flabtastic. So there's there's all these, there's all these different programs that are available on my oh, website. Oh man, I needed you like two years ago when I was in the middle of the pandemic, locked in my house. And yes, yeah. I me. mean, I and say all the things. You would have helped me and my ex-wife. We would have. Yeah, I, I say the things. I do the things, and I like to provide. And so I I've made these programs so that people can have what they're looking for right there. They don't need any equipment. Um, there might be some with arms and stuff where they might need a band, but bands are very easy to purchase at the store nowadays. So it's not too bad. But I made sure that all of them can be done on their phone, literally in this in their home, in this like, hey, what size are you? If as long as I have a space that's the size of me laying down, yeah. you can perform all of these exercises. I even have ones for vertigo and office workouts. <laughs> so you it doesn't matter where you are, they're available. All you have to do is log into your account on capitalhealth.com, go to the Capital Health shop, and you know, they're all right there. You use Field of Dreams and you get $25 Ooh. off all of them. So if you decided oh. you liked three. And you put your code in, you will literally get seventy-five dollars off. Oh period. wow! Amazing. Thank you, Abby. We're gonna. Yeah. Add, I'll add that to the show too in the Facebook post after we're done, so people could go on check out. Absolutely. Yes. The code in. So. And by all means, if anybody has questions or they're not even sure which program would best be for them, this is very quick two-minute conversation I can have via the phone or an email. So I encourage anyone that is. Yeah. You know, like the, my stuff hasn't been created before. That That's what's hard for people to understand is because it's never been done and they've never seen it. So then they're not understanding what it is. And so if I can help guide you through it, it takes me no effort. It's effortless for me. And the great thing is, is anybody that purchases anything through Capital Health, they immediately get added to the Capital Health community, which is kind of like a social media outlet for people. But to get away from the get away from a lot of the hogwash and just have simple conversations and gatherings with other Capital Health members. Oh, I freaking love that. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, let's get in. Give us your last words, Abby, as I bring you closer here. Last so, words. And just <laughs> leave a good impression on the Field of Dreams audience how you've achieved your goals and just some key advice that you give to 
starting entrepreneurs or people that are that are entrepreneurs that go on the grind every day? What have you learned and how can you help others? Well, I, I think the first thing I would say for entrepreneurs is that even when you feel mad and crazy, um, don't deny the, you know, don't deny the ideas and the dream that gives you essence and gives you, you know, the tingles, you know, really push yourself to the next level to say, how, how am I supposed open yourself up to how to create it? Because, you know, it is, it's easy to dream, but it's not easy to put that dream into motion. And a lot of times we may not be aware of how to do it, but we might have people around us that can help us get where we need to be. Mm. You know, I, I did not have a lot of my connections to create my app until we moved to Texas. And so I realized that a lot of the reason why I became stagnant in Chicago wasn't because my business wouldn't have thrived there. It would have been great. But the people I needed, you know, that's what really got me. And it was having to learn that you can't do everything. You have to do some things outside yourself um, and, and, and look for help when it's when you need it um, and not not get out of your ego. Allow yourself, let the universe take you and keep yourself thriving. So it's, it's very important to follow your dreams and your ambitions and making sure it applies to you. My mission, like literally my whole statement is achieve your ideal health and it's your in capital. It's about you. Mm. It's always about you. It's your life. 100%. If you're fortunate enough, you might be able to enjoy 50% with your 50 to 75% with your partner. If you're, you know, our children sadly are just visiting, you know, they're with you 25% of the time, but you are with yourself a hundred percent of the time. And so you have to lead by example and take care of yourself and remember that you're somebody's everything. So, so my number one, my tagline on the Capital Life is to remember to take care of yourself because you are somebody's everything. And wow. when you think that even the most cretinous person that you can't stand is still someone's everything, and how would you feel if that person treated your everything terribly? It puts things in perspective, and it really keeps you where you need to be when it comes to being a good human and also being good to the world. Uh, that touches, touches my heart right there. Oof. Um, great, great way to end the show, Abby. That was uh, phenomenal. Um, best way to contact you for having me seriously. Yeah, like, no, this has so been, fun. you freaking impressed me tonight. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> with, uh, and best way to contact you, Abby, how can my, I, I know you got uh, www.capitalhealth.com. We have, 866-capital uh, with a K. And then we have your Facebook, Abby Pagood or Capital Health mm-hmm. and at the bottom there. So any other yep. ways to find you or? Um, you can use my email at kapagood at capitalhealth.com. If you have a hard time even remembering that email, you can always go to the contact us page through Capital Health. Um, and really, I mean, there's, I'm everywhere. So it shouldn't <laughs> be too hard to find find me and, you know, like message me, call me, you know, send me an email. It doesn't matter. I, if I don't respond usually within, you know, 48 to 72 hours, the odds are spam got it. 
<laughs> so like there's it just it's always you know I always have an open texting policy with all of my clients so most of them text me um, but I always make sure I keep an eye out just for anybody that has basic questions and concerns and I've even had people call me on messenger you know people I've met once and they just had a they had needed to pick my brain for five minutes so mm. I really don't mind anybody ever asking the questions. I'd rather them ask the questions when they think of them than go months and months and months wondering. When are your books coming out? So I don't forget. <laughs> I, I got to start gonna writing them you, first. <laughs> I'm going to force you to put a date on it and a year. And I'm going to. You know, it's interesting. I am collaborating with a friend of mine on two different uh, versions. They're similar, but they're in different life phase perspectives. Um, and then, so those are kind of in cahoots right now. She's finishing up one of her books. So then after she's done with that, we'll be able to put more of an aggressive approach on it. As, um, and then I have several others that are in the works. I just have not, let's just say I have a stack of all of these I, ideas and concepts that are this big. And I, I literally just have to categorize them into what so book much, they're going to go to so and then knowledge, that efficient. So much knowledge to share. So please yes. get that out to the world. You have a gift. I will. I'm, I'm working. I think it's probably going to be a five, a five year plan. So I'm, I've got some, I think you could drag that back. So, well, it depends because a friend of mine are, and I are going to start doing um, some retreats, like some healing retreats and stuff. So there's a lot more to come. There's yeah, I have a lot to do. And I, the, most interesting thing is when you think you're done with everything that you've created, oh. then that's when another idea drops. And I mean, not only do I have plans for three other companies that are still simulated, but different entities. I came up with another one two <laughs> months ago and I was like, seriously? <laughs> so yeah, there's, I have a lot of work to do. So I'm, I'm on a 10 year of like bashing it out and getting things all solidified. And uh, hopefully we'll be, once the app launches, it'll be hitting the ground running and be able to just floor it. Amen. Now we wish you all the best. You're going to kill it. You're uh, you got a lot to offer, man. So just uh, stay after your field of dreams, love what you're doing. And uh, just thank you for coming on the show tonight. It means the world. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. I'm glad all of our past have, have, contacted and connected and, and meeting your husband was was awesome at the game with elizabeth and um looking forward to, to getting to know you more so yeah uh, and fred shots i mean seriously my whole website and the app all the videos are fred done so uh, i mean we're talking those people are the best at what they do and they have been phenomenal i mean fred has helped me I think we're at we're over fifteen hundred videos in the video library, so we're talking a lot of editing. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know how he can stand my face anymore. <laughs> oh man, he just did. He, they just did mine for free. One of my other networking groups, I gave my pitch and my presentation, and didn't even tell me, and they videotaped it. So just amazing people, and yeah, he does great work. He did all of our company photos here at Woodruff Windows. Um, so yeah, no, it's just great to have that connection with me and you as well. Uh, but yeah, thank you again for tonight. I thought it was a, a, you dropped a lot of value bombs for my audience, and uh, I'm, we're going to send people your way for sure. So let thank us know how we can continue to support you. Well, appreciate it, and I'm always happy to help. All right, good deal. Well, thank you, Abby, for for tonight. I'm going to drag you off. Go get some rest. Go back to those dogs and your beautiful family, and uh, we'll catch up soon for sure.
Have a good night. All right, guys, that concludes episode number 24 with Abby Pagood, uh, who's the owner and founder of Capital Health. She drops, drops some serious value bombs tonight in your health and fitness journey. Um, check out her website, www.capitalhealth.com, capitals with a K. Check her out. She has that code for us uh, to save some money on any of her programs. It's Field of Dreams, all one word, and you'll save $25 off all her focus programs. So give it a check out and uh, go see everything that she has to offer. I uh, just want to thank our sponsors tonight. We have Woodruff Windows. We make your home more cozy with energy-efficient windowsies. And last but not least, we have uh, SRO Business Coaching Incorporated. Let Coach SRO help your company achieve success on and off the field uh, by achieving uh, success with a cleat string marketing budget and giving you strategies in the sales marketing operations world. So thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Abby for coming on. And we wish you all a blessed night. And we'll talk soon. We'll see you for episode number 25 next week. Everybody have a great night. God bless.